Happy New Year, everyone. This is Shy Lounge. I am your host, Shinblade, and I welcome you back to the show. If you're new, welcome. If you're not new, then I still welcome you. Oh, man. Uh, aside from being the New Year uh, coming in, I have taken off for a couple weeks uh, because people were vacationing, going across country, seeing their families and their friends for Christmas and a New Year. And plus, school was out, so, you know, the kids had to do that, too. Um... I wanted, I, I'm returning in, uh, this week instead of last week because last week I uh, became really ill, not life-threatening. Uh, I became ill. Uh, something got into me, a bug or whatever. It was been going around. So um, a lot of you understand that, you know, some of you were sick or you know somebody that was sick. So um, I had to delay it uh, another week. Um, this is not Emelina from WWE. This is it. This is Shy Lounge. So I won't be uh, pulling the chains for six to eight weeks and telling you that I'm going to return when I'm not going to return. <laughs> but anyway, I have another great interview uh, on this episode. And plus, I have uh, a pretty much uh, something to get off my chest because uh, of a situation that happened last week and it also happened this week. Um, as far as, uh, people that live in the Maryland, uh, Delaware and, uh, Virginia, maybe even New York, New Jersey area, you know, the part of the East coast, mid Atlantic, um, there was a, uh, Facebook page now there's two Facebook pages. There was a Facebook page at first called bad wrestlers exposed, which I want to talk about. Um, which outed a couple of my friends who work in the New Jersey, New York area, uh, wrestlers who tried to um, make it, their training. But the originality of these websites, Bad Wrestlers Exposed, and the next one I'm about to get into called Trash Bag Wrestlers, are uh, websites, Facebook pages that mostly involve shaming people who want to be wrestlers. Now, I understand with the whole backyard, uh, you know, the backyard wrestling, which not a lot of people like, a lot of people frown upon, uh, which was heavily inspired by the old school ECW uh, back in the 90s and 2000. But this, uh, these sites shame wrestlers upon not, not uh, wrestling properly, not having tights, not having gear, not even working out, and so on and so on and so forth. So... I was alerted by uh, one of my good friends, uh, C. Bunny from New Jersey, uh, very good friend of mine. Uh, I can't say more about her. She's a sweetheart. Every time I see her, uh, she was outed by the site. Uh, but, you know, as far as C. Bunny is concerned, she has a lot of fans. People love her. So they came to her aid and they uh, they uh, uh, voiced their opinions about it because see bunny other than being a friend of many people along the east coast and maybe worldwide whoever uh watches her matches um not out her but 
Sea Bunny is partially deaf, you know, hearing impaired. And uh, there was a video that I didn't see because Bat Russell's Exposed took it down. And, um, you know, I, I guess the support made him do that because they were picking on the wrong person. And, you know, the other thing about C Bunny is that she tries. She's from New Jersey. She works for Russell Pro. She works for other indie uh, uh, indie promotions around the New York, New Jersey area, even in Pennsylvania. Uh, what I'm, I'm going to see her Saturday at Warriors of Wrestling. Um, but she works hard though. She's, she's a very entertaining wrestler. Kids and adults run up to her, take pictures after the show, before the show. And, uh, you know, months ago I told her that she got, she, uh, needed to get some merchandise to push and, you know, she wasn't ready yet. So now she knows that she has fans that got her back that's willing to support her and they will come out to see her wrestle. So I, that was from Bat Russell Exposed. Now the next week, there was another Facebook page uh, called Trash Bag Wrestlers, which they did in something more incriminating, which they uh, were joking a wrestling fan for a promo that he was doing that he was giving to, I don't know, maybe a wrestler, maybe a promotion around here in Maryland uh, for him to for uh, them to watch and listen to. And... Trash Bat Wrestlers is just like Bat Wrestlers Exposed, but they picked on a fan who has disability, uh, mental disability. And, you know, shout out to my friend uh, T-Storm, uh, General Thunderstorm, for those who know in the Baltimore, Pennsylvania, Delaware area, and I think even Virginia, too. Uh, a lot of us jumped on Trash Bat Wrestlers who... Uh, who uh, whoever submitted the promo to him and posted a promo for deleting that one too. Um, but he has he has a disability. Um, he's a very sweet guy. He comes to the shows. He's uh, he's taking pictures with the wrestler. Uh, sadly enough, I don't think I have a picture with uh, T Storm. I think I did uh, when I was with Under the Mat Radio, but that was that was a long time ago. And plus, he was in one of my shy blog videos. Uh, ACW Twas the Night Before Christmas 2014. So if you want to see him, then he was in there. He was he's very excited, very energetic. Uh, much love to him. Much love to the Maryland, Delaware, and Virginia area for having his back. T Storm, we love you. Uh, keep coming out to the shows. Keep supporting. Um, and I guess you know if if you need help like that again, just let us know. We got your back. Anyway, I wanted to get that off my chest. Um, man, I got to get to the, the interview this week. I I'm, feel like I'm burying her, but no. Um, I have watched Wrestle Kingdom in the past week. And again, with Wrestle Kingdom, they put out great shows. We already have a six-star uh, match, according to Dave Meltzer. Uh, Kenny Omega. Um, what is it? Kenny Omega versus uh, Kachuza Okada. I can't say the first name right without stump, uh, stumbling. Uh, Omega versus Okada, which is a uh, six-star match by Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Um, like I said, I'm a fan of Jap uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Awesome, awesome, awesome match. If you haven't seen it, somebody got it on YouTube. Go buy New Japan World and... Uh, just watch it. It, it. It's a 45 minute match, but it, it tells so much in a story that it will, it will just have you uh, standing on your feet. I'm not going to give away the winner, 
but um, that's just that's just how I felt. I was I was on my feet uh, watching the match in my house, um, but not not to go on only on that match. But the card was great. Um, I saw Billy Gunn in the pre-show Rumble, the New Japan Rumble they had. Uh, shout out to Scott Norton from WCW and uh, New Japan fame, former IWGP heavyweight champion. Uh, he was in the Rumble too. So, man, I'm winded. I got a lot to come up with. But speaking of New Japan and Japanese wrestling, that is part of what this episode's guest is. This episode's guest is none other than Big Bang Nicole in Japan, uh, a.k.a. Ronnie Nicole who in the uh, United States, a uh, very, very fierce uh, women's wrestler. She's also black, too. I don't want to make it seem like that, but I'm very, very much a fan of hers. We sat down afterwards after after uh, Queens of Combat in North Carolina after that show and we just had a a bit of an interview uh we all we had busy schedules i was trying to make it back on the road to get back to uh baltimore to resume life and we talked about her uh coming up in a business charlotte north carolina uh george south we we mentioned him a little bit in the interview um her working in japan currently she's back in japan she went back to uh work i don't i think another six months to a year i'm not sure but you know she's making waves in the companies that she's working for much love to her i tell her all the time if you got footage send it to me i would love to put it on my facebook page official shinblade at official shinblade um you know um i'm a fan of women's wrestling i like women who can actually wrestle Russell, I don't like this WWE model wrestling that they did for the past uh, 10 years or whatever. So anyway, we, we get into all that. But before before I uh, give you Ryan Nicole, I do have a musical guest, which comes all the way from the Bay Area, uh, San Francisco, California, that area, uh, from a guy by the name of Cannibal Beats. He hit me up about a week ago with uh, a song. Uh, that some beats that that um, I put on I put on Twitter at Sensational One, and he was the one that put out uh, a very very unique beat. I think it matches Ryan Nicole, and if it doesn't, let me know on on Twitter. But this beat is called. Let me see here. I'm stumbling through my papers. When you come. So before I get to Ryan Nicole. Listen to Cannibal Beats and also, I'm sorry, if you want to catch him, go on YouTube under Cannibal Beats with a K, K-A-N-N-I-B-A-L, Beats, B-E-A-T-S, and also on Twitter at Cannibal Beats, all one word, same spelling, whatever, not whatever, but before we get into Ryan Nicole, check out this song, When You Come, by Cannibal Beats.
So I'm here with uh, Ronnie Nicole, or should I say Big Bang? <laughs> Ronnie Nicole will be. Um, but you know, most of the time in Japan, it's like Big Bang. Right. Over in Japan, I'm built as uh, Big Bang Nicole, which translates into Big Bang Nicole. So I think you're kind of trying to give the appearance of a female Vader, you know, coming in and destroying some Joshis mm -hmm. and whatnot. But, um, so. yeah, they, they kind of, well, World Woman Pro Wrestling Dana gave me that, that name, and I, I kind of ran with it. You didn't, you didn't you didn't like Big Bang or Oh no no no. Um, I just knew that coming over there that my character would be a little bit predetermined. Um, oh okay. I'm contracted so um, I had an idea that they were gonna do what they wanted with me and so um, when they came up with that and they let me know that's what it was what it was, I said okay and started formulating who who Big Bang is from there. Okay. Um you can hold the mic up to your mouth though. Just make sure I get the needle. Cause um, these mics they they pick up a lot around here. So plus you got a you got a nice uh, soft voice. So <laughs> I speak loud enough for people to pay attention. Yeah, but you scream loud in the ring too. Right, but you know, real life and in the ring are two different, two different things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, just tell me, you know, what what gave you your love for wrestling coming up? You know, just just growing up. It's, as little Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a lot of older cousins who were into a lot of scholastic things, and wrestling was one of them. So I would watch um, my older cousins wrestle, and when I was maybe about seven or eight years old, mm -hmm. I caught Monday Night Raw, and so I was introduced to wrestling in a different way, like pageantry. Um, and so I was really drawn into into the pageantry of professional wrestling. Um, when I got into high school, we unfortunately did not have a women's wrestling team, and we were not allowed to have women on on the male team. So I didn't get the opportunity to pursue it scholastically at that point. And um, as my interest deviated uh, a bit, I didn't pursue it in college. But once the opportunity for training presented itself, um, I was very thankful to to get the opportunity to do. Okay, so um, what was it, what was it, I hate to sound like any other typical radio or podcast show, but what was the one that popped to you and just made you say, "This is what I want to do." This, this what got me into the business because it's always like one or a few individuals that that pops to one. Um, actually, no, not for me. It wasn't an individual. It was generally just seeing wrestling presented in a different way. Um, as I said, you know. I, I had only seen it scholastically up until that point, and so okay. that's definitely more straightforward and gives you the beauty of what wrestling is built on. Mm -hmm. But seeing the televised product, especially during that time, you know, you have Shawn Michaels and Max Moon and Paul Bearer and Undertaker, you have all of these over-the-top individuals who are coming together to still tell a story of wrestling. Mm -hmm. And so for me, seeing how wrestling, which to me was something so stripped down mm -hmm. and organic, was dressed up mm. in a way that I had not seen before. That's really what drew me into it. I'll tell you one thing. You're one of the few individuals that, I, that I've known to probably interview in this podcast that ever mentioned Max Moon. Well, when you see something memorable, <laughs> it'll definitely stick with you. Yeah, Conan and Paul Diamond. Yeah, thank you. Conan is a good dude, though. Yeah. <laughs>
But um, you, you grew up in North Carolina around here? Uh, no, I'm actually from Houston, Texas. Houston? That's a big hot uh, wrestling uh, city right there, Reality Indeed of Wrestling. Is. Indeed it is. Big shout out to Booker T and his Reality of Wrestling down there. I am available, Mr. T, whenever you are. He, he, was, um, he was here over the weekend, too. He was, he was. And his beautiful wife, I had the pleasure of meeting her. Yes, we Finally. Yes, she was so, so beautiful. She is only, I think she's in my top three. Uh, Michelle Obama will always top the list because I kind of want her to adopt me. <laughs> Who's number three? Really? She is no longer yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Michelle Obama and the haters that she got uh, <laughs> around the area, whatever. The haters are always motivated. I, it's it's kind of generic, but true. I'm telling you one thing. I heard the uh, the whole thing that you know the haters came up with, and when they released those pictures, I'm like, really? You you want you want to say all that? And you you don't look no better. You know, you're not even you're not even in the realm of Michelle. People will, will find any any little thing to to pick up a fuss about, but you know you gotta let that be the fuel to your fire. You gotta let it push you forward. So what brought you down here to North Carolina? Um, my family's really yeah. When I was younger, my mom I decided we needed to, to come here because there's a large portion of older family members here. So what part? Yeah, uh, in the Raleigh. Raleigh or oh, the the Triangle? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm more like the tip, like Muffins, bro. Like my uh, mother's side and my father's side is like South Carolina. So I can, re- I love my North Carolina people. And really, um, it's just it's just beautiful down here. Yeah, it's just, it is, I mean, the, the Carolinas are, the Carolinas, um, and especially the East Coast, are, um, are beautiful, you know, as far as seasons changing and just having the opportunity to see the leaves you yeah. know, go from green to gold and, you know, Blue Ridge and mountains. You know, I think that the East Coast has the best um, blend of, of all different types of terrain and you get to get to see the seasons. And, you know, I'm a definitely a Southern girl at heart. Texas will always be home, so that's why I'm built uh, from Houston, Texas by way of Tokyo, Japan, because that is my second home. Everything's bigger in Texas, right? Correct. <laughs> well, I, I love the... Uh, I love the Southern hospitality. I live, I live in Baltimore, and everybody's so rush, rush, and no patience, and all that. But really, um, so just tell me who who trained you, like you know, stepping into the business. You know, um, did George South train you? Because he trains everybody. <laughs> no, I don't have the pleasure of saying that I am one of George South's students. But uh, originally, I started training in Fayetteville, North Carolina, with Ring Wars Carolina. Okay. Stick Eddie Brown down there. Wait a minute, there's a guy named Nightstick? Indeed, indeed. Big wow. shout out to him and all the Ring Wars guys. That's my original wrestling family. Mm-hmm. Um, I then had the privilege, privilege excuse me, to travel to Wilson Mills, North Carolina and train under C.W. Anderson, uh, ECW's Chili Willie, and ended, former NWA National Champion Lee Marco. So, um, I, I imagine myself as having four trainers because <laughs> they all had a hand in, you know, my growth and development throughout the business in the early years. Um, and I'm very fortunate to, to have that amount of experience and knowledge you know, being poured, poured into me. And it's very humbling to, to know that not everybody has that, you know. Yeah, because you have this look that is just like so different. I mean, not only not only you're a, a black woman and you're a dominant black woman, you just have this rage and fire that you bring. Uh, in the ring, and I hardly see any of that with some of our black female wrestlers. Some of them are just like that wrestler, but you bring a sense of personality out. Oh, 
and which, which is great and you know the big hair and the, uh, the colors <laughs> and it is um, so you just knew that being in the wrestling business you had to bring like the pageantry and um, create a presence that fans would just love you and you know also buy merch too yes um, you know wrestling is not anything necessarily but an extension of yourself so mm-hmm. you know I've always been one to do something different with my hair. My hair is my expression of who I am in my life. So if I'm blonde, that's how I'm feeling at the time. You know, I've had all different like, colors and styles and, you know, services done. It's just being who I am on an amplified stage. And I think that wrestling has a really good way of helping you hone into those things that may be a little bit exuberant mm-hmm. that you can utilize in the ring and utilize as, as a part of your character. So, yeah, Big Bang is big and loud and over the top and, that, <laughs> you know, and a little part of all of that is a part of me in, in some ways. Um, not necessarily to that degree, but that is all within me. And I think it's important to stay organic and true to yourself whenever you are doing anything like this that's something somewhat unauthentic. Yeah, and um, also, uh, I, have to, I have to say that uh, I tell a lot of guys that about being personalities in the business because we got some guys that are playing Asian and they're not really Asian. You got, it, it, it's just a cluster, and, and I'm an extension of myself. I'm, I'm Zen. I've been like this for 13 years, so uh, I'm calm. I'm not really confident um, except for if stuff that I actually know, you know. You know, we had a conversation earlier. You're like, this guy's overly confident. I'm like, wow, that's not even me. <laughs> well, um, I think that sometimes we all um, try to aspire to be what we envision ourselves to be. So it may not even necessarily be that you are, but because that is something that you may aspire to to exemplify, um, you just so happen to do that. Yeah, and, and also... Um, you know, you're coming up and training and you're wrestling uh, a couple couple places around here. Now, here's a big thing because I was very congratulatory of you when you started going to Japan. Right. And that had to be a whole new world in itself. Like a, I mean, how did that come about? Because did you send tapes or did somebody just mention you and somebody uh, called you and said, we want you? I definitely was interested in going to Japan, my big goal. Um, a lot of people have different things that they set for themselves at the end or what would be their, their top goal. Um, mine was going to Japan. I've always viewed it as the mecca of professional wrestling and the individuals who have gone there and come back out. You know, it's some wonders for them and their career and, and their technical ability, um, their stage presence, you know, it, just, it affects you as a wrestler 100% all the and so, uh, maybe a year after I had started wrestling, I sent my information to a different company uh, in Japan, and I did not receive any bites. So after that, I pretty much had was in the mindset it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to going, I was actually looking at taking a break from wrestling, really quitting wrestling, just doing to, due to a lot of things that of negative things that come along with being in entertainment. Um, the unnecessary uh, negative? I mean, say? there are some necessary evils and unnecessary evils, but at the end of the day, it it's boils down to what you, what you are willing to deal with and accept. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was not of the mindset too. And so I was looking at exiting wrestling and received a call from my company, World Women for Wrestling Diana, uh, that wanted to, to bring me in. And um, 
you know, I was speaking with my sponsor. I didn't really take him seriously until he started <laughs> sending my paperwork and my plane ticket. I was like, oh, you know, I guess this is for you. Um, and had the, the absolute privilege and honor of, of going there and meeting and working with some of the best that the world has to offer in terms of professional wrestling. So, um, yeah, after, after they asked me to come over, I, I didn't have anything to lose. You know, I'm not married, I don't have any children, I don't really have anything that would tie me to, to not being able to, to fully follow this dream. So, I, that's what I did. Should you name drop some wrestlers that I should be seeing in the near future? Um, in Japan? Yeah. I think everybody who's in Japan has already established themselves. Okay. Um, you know, but there's always great talent over there. A uh, big shout out to World Women Pro Wrestling, Deanna, um, the Senpais, uh, Jaguar Yakota, and Kyoko Inoku. Um, big shout out to Cat Power, who wrestles out of Canada, but who wrestles for Reina. Let's see, Kaylee Ray, uh, who is with Stardom. Big shout out to her, tremendous talent. Um, who else? Hudson Envy, who I think will be wrestling with Seedling, which is another company that I went for there. Um, but yeah, there's just. When you go to Japan, or going to Japan is either to bolster you as a wrestler or you have already established yourself. And so this is to help hone your skills and to give you another layer of training upon them. So a lot of the women who are over there, they have earned that. You know, they they've worked to that name recognition, that notoriety and that, that skill level that will allow them to to be successful and to have a, a wonderful career. So um, yeah, big 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 shout out to them. Um, and I want to shout out my girl Francesca, who debuted back in October, if I'm not mistaken, for Reina. Uh, okay. She is definitely someone to watch up and coming. Uh, okay. Well, um, I don't know what company it is, but I have two uh, females that went over to Japan. One is Renee Michelle, um, who's a sweetheart. And the other one is uh, Nyla Rose, who is crazy. Yes, so. I'm, I'm familiar with Renee. Big shout out to Nyla. She was actually just getting over when I was leaving on this last tour. Um, and they were working for Marvelous, which is Shibu Sinagaya's Okay. Um, well, that's Samantha over there. Samantha. Um, so, yeah, big big shout out to, to Nagaya-san um, and those girls. They, they did a tremendous job. And, you know, it's definitely encouraging to see how many different foreign girls that I do and I'm familiar with getting brought over because of the talent is there. And getting that international stage and that recognition is, is tremendous. And wrestling in Japan, just approaching the business from that way is amazing. So so now that you got the call, you got this renewed sense of, uh, of energy being in the business, in the wrestling business. Uh, instead of quitting, you just you just further embrace your, your career, and you just know how far you can go, and know that you have tons of potential, or at least you show the people that you have tons of potential. Um, I don't really think it was about that or showing anyone anything. I think it was in terms of I was trying to make the best decision for my personal health and wellness. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't live in the ECW area anymore. Thank God. Um, I really think it's important to take care of your art and take care of your body which is physically and mentally um and so in order if stopping something is what's going to be best for for that wellness that's what i'm going to do um so at that time 
everything that was negatively happening was having multiple layered effects on me, and so I definitely was not looking to continue to do something that was going to be detrimental. No one ever quits wrestling, truly. You never, you never let it go. Just like but, the mafia life. <laughs> but, um, in a way, but yeah. it's definitely something that I knew I was going to go a different route okay. with at that point. Um, but yes, going to Japan definitely renewed all of all of the love I already had and the passion I already had for wrestling. Um, it's so refreshing to see how they conduct themselves and and see how much wrestling is valued and how these businesses, because that's how wrestling is treated, um, are flourishing and doing so well. And the fans are so gracious and open and kind and really receptive, you know, to what you're trying to do in the ring. Um, I was fortunate, like I said, to work with World Women for Wrestling Diana and their entire roster is of women who have been wrestling 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Like Jaguar Yakota just had her, I'm not mistaken, 39th mm-hmm. wrestling anniversary. Okay. You know? um, so she's been wrestling longer than I've been alive. You know, <laughs> to be able to sit under the learning trees of these women who are so forthcoming and open and you know, willing to help you learn and, and get better at what you love to do, that's definitely something that is always, is always good and it's always a, a benefit. Um, so it had, it did renew, you know, a lot of that within me. And you know, going back, I know that it's going to be another challenge because they always step it up to make sure that you don't get comfortable. But I'm, I'm open and excited about the possibilities of what happens this next year. How long have you been wrestling there? Five years. Five years, man. I mean, you, you, like I said, you bring so much to the ring, like as if that you have ten years experience, like <laughs> no, you, like no, you no. do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm yet still so young. young. I'm still yet learning. so young. Um, age-wise, I'm, I'm definitely not young. The joke in a, in a lot of the times, especially in the Queens of Combat locker room, is I'm on. You know, I'm always making sure people are okay and checking on people and, you know, cleaning up after people and, and whatnot. So I am older, but I think that it was better for me personally to get started later in the business just because I got all of the youngness out. You know, I'm not as wild and not wanting to do as much partying. You know, I can focus on my dream. I can focus on training. I can focus on the things that matter and are important and that help you. Mm-hmm. Not that any of those things are a bad thing, but they can. And, you know, we've seen it over the years with, with legends and superstars who too much of the outside life begins to affect their wrestling life. Yeah. You know? And that's something I'm glad that because I started a little bit later that I don't necessarily have to fight with myself so much about yeah, because uh, through the outside festivities of WrestleCade this whole weekend, I have never seen you do anything. You know, I well, could have. You, you wouldn't see me anyway because Real G's moving silence. <laughs> well, are we going to go hip hop right now? <laughs> no, I could have been like, I could have asked Ronnie, I could have asked Big Bang Ronnie to dinner and sit down, have a chat. Yeah, I'm doing this podcast over a couple of drinks. I mean, you know, over the course of a weekend, especially like this, where there are so many legends and so many opportunities to learn, um, I definitely took it more as a, as a learning and a stepping, you know, this mm-hmm. is my last really big event before, uh, in the States, before I head back over here, so I'm kind of doing my last scramble to, to soak up as much as I can before I go, because this is what sustains me, you know, when I'm away, these yeah. memories and, and this knowledge and the learning and everything that I pick up while I'm here. Um, so yeah, but even if I if there were festivities, you wouldn't, you wouldn't see me out. I was raised with I was raised with that that uh, old Southern adage, which you do in the dark. So you never let it come to the light. 
Well, who was the person that you wanted to see this weekend before you go? Like, who did some of the people? Um, I definitely wanted to get a chance to speak with Sting, you know, just because he is a, a legendary icon, and as well as DBP, because every year that he has come, or has been a part of Russell K, I've never gotten the opportunity to shake his hand or get a chance to introduce myself for one reason or another. So I vowed to myself that this year was going to be that year. Again, it did not happen. But, um, about Sting? <laughs> but no, no. I no. never saw Sting. No, but, uh, you know. It's, uh, it's okay. Wrestling is a long road. Wrestling mm-hmm. is not just one one destination. Wrestling is a long road, and I've been able to see and meet and interact with a lot of people that I never thought I was going to be able to along that road. And not necessarily in the setting of a convention or a show, you know, just along the way. And so it's been very awesome to get that opportunity. So I'm, I'm prayerful that that will happen. Well, um, you know, you said the right thing to me when you said learning experience. Um, I, I took this trip seriously as a learning experience because I was afraid that this was going to be the last one ever, the last recipe. And, and they say it is, but they say, uh, rumor, 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 that they're going to do something else. They're going to revamp another event. And I don't want to not come back to Charlotte, at least in this sense, but it, I, I do want to come back and see you know the queens of combat and see uh cw because he was very very he was very uh um hospitable to me when i met him and then uh steve carino is one of my favorites he's one of my good friends so it, it's just a uh, great feeling down here maybe i should just move <laughs> everything is on the east coast is like i go to new york every other uh weekend and philly so that's what's preventing me to move from baltimore but any um like I said, in a couple of weeks, you're going to be in Japan. Yeah. The same promotion? Yes, I'll be going back over for World Women for Wrestling, Deanna and t I said this because I might not ever have a chance to sit down with you or anything. I, you know, honestly, the crazy thing about it is we hooked up about a year ago, uh, social media-wise, and I forget how. I forget through... I think who. that you were doing a podcast with Evan and George, and I was a guest at that time. No, it was before. I think I got you on the show, but it was be, it was before then. Like it was somewhere. It's like I know somebody and know somebody, and then I ended up uh, running into you, and we just we just linked up, and that was it. Or you listened to the show. I was a, I was a listener. Oh, you listened under the mat, and then that's what happened. Right, right. Then I had to uh, put everything together. Yeah, so yeah. it was it was good, and it was funny about the interview. We we were uh, doing it, and I remember the playback. I think you did the interview in the car. Or it was something with windows. We kept feeling a breeze every now and then. Mm, I mean, that was definitely definitely a while ago. I'm not sure where I was actually stationed for for the interview, but yeah, it was definitely a good one. And, um, I really enjoyed being able to sit and just talk wrestling, you know, because yeah. that's that's my life. And anybody who's willing to listen, uh, <laughs> I definitely I definitely appreciate. It. Well, tell me, well, tell me one of your favorite road stories if you got one. Um, I don't think that I have a favorite story, mm-hmm. but I, um, I've had some pretty crazy experiences, um, Tokyo drifting in the mountains of West Virginia, <laughs> um, almost running into a strange white horse that was on, in the road also in West Virginia, seeing a lot of naked shirtless guys standing in the road in the middle of the night, oh, that God. was also in West oh, Virginia. Wow. Uh, 
having the promoter leave during intermission and pay everyone but myself and my traveling partner. That was West Virginia. Ohio. Oh, that was Ohio. Not too far from West Virginia. <laughs> um, <laughs> you gotta stay away from the Appalachian places. Right. Um, you know, uh, getting a freaking flat tire and then getting a flat donut on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy, just random crazy things that make you go, why isn't there a camera? You know, because it's so random and unscripted that the scripted seems fake, you know, um, or fake art. But, you know, I just think one of the better road experiences that I've recently had was with Savannah Evans when we went out to do uh, Rise One and Shimmer with um, Kevin Harvey and, you know, he put together Rise and the seminar with Sarana and Kurt Cabana. And then there was the Rise at Night, which was the first show, which we were both able to be a part of. Um, and then Shimmer, 86 through 90, if I'm not mistaken, all took place that weekend. Was that what call it? Uh, 85. 85 through 90. Somewhere now. Um, yeah, all took place over that weekend. We were actually able to participate. Um, it was a really uh, starving artist. We got to make this opportunity kind of work yeah. that weekend. But, um, My friend Jim McCross was over there. We did, yeah, um, we did, and it was awesome. And we both got a lot of experience and great feedback and knowledge. And, you know, it's something that I definitely would not trade for anything in the world. All right, well, Ronnie, give out your social media information of people where they can contact you. Um, you run a busy schedule, and then plus, I'm about to get out of here and go back to normal life myself. <laughs> as, the, as the big WrestleCade weekend comes to a close, you guys can check me out. It's Ronnie, Ronnie slash Ronnie Big Bang Nicole on Facebook. It is Glitterlicious on Twitter and Glitterlicious Fierce on Instagram. Yeah. My Snapchat is Ronnie Nicole R. And for booking information, my email is Ronnie R O N I Nicole at G- R at gmail.com. Uh, upcoming, I've got a lot going on, but not too much of the state, so you guys will have to check me out in 2018. Bookers and promoters who are trying to book for late 2017, early 2018, please get at me now. Um, because I will be with World Room Pro Wrestling Deanna over in Japan. And uh, I will be posting all my books on my fan page and streaming from there, so make sure you check me out. And thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate being a guest, and this was awesome. All right, well, thank you very much, Ronnie, and we'll talk a little bit afterwards. Focus, health, and wellness, Japan training. Man, Ryan Nicole is doing it big. Big bang, should I say. Many thanks to her with the interview. For those who are listening to the interview, um, I apologize. She apologizes. Her voice is very, very genteel. So you have to crank it up a bit and kind of tone my voice down a bit because I try to move the needle on my recorder when I interview people so people can actually hear it. So uh, basically, you know, she's very... uh, Subtle, almost like Jake Roberts back in August when I interviewed him. But she was truly a pleasure to sit down with. Very lovely, very glitterlicious uh, to say. Um, right now, she's in Japan being a Joshi queen. I got to look that up. I don't know what it means. I, I didn't uh, Wikipedia nor Google it. So uh, she's having a great time. Um, I'm catching her on Facebook. Uh, shout out to MVP. I saw the tweet that she made MVP currently. Um, so I can't wait till she comes back. You know, I would love to get another picture opportunity with her. Uh, maybe, you know, when I get a little assistant, maybe I can do a video interview showing the big bang on my YouTube page. Hmm. 
the Big Bang. Uh, wow, that's a nice uh, episode for this. The Big Bang with Big Bang Nicole. <laughs> anyway, um, for those who were listening to the first part of the show, um, you know, I I apologize if I went too long on a rant about bad Facebook sites. But this is part of Shy Lounge. If there's something that's affected me and affected my friends, uh, universal wrongs, I will address it on my show. I'm all about peace and understanding and learning for people who want to learn about the wrestling business and or entertainment business. But when it comes to universal wrongs like that, I, I just... Put it on Front Street, just like what I did with Under the Mat Radio when we called out Mike Jones, a.k.a. WWE's Virgil, uh, Vincent and WCW. Um, anyway, uh, before I uh, get out of here, oh, yeah, uh, I apologize for the little wind noise that was made during the uh, interview, maybe a little blowing into the mic. Um, I'm still trying to get over a little illness because I felt ill last weekend. That's why I didn't go to Russell Pro. Attend uh, Edward uh, Jackson's Eddie Jackson's birthday party, uh, which it was awesome from what I hear. Uh, you know, system shut down. You know, Shinblade works a lot. He he gives it his all doing his podcast. He gives it all doing reports. He gives it all traveling on the road. So, you know, the body shut down. I had to just lay down for a while. I don't like doing that because uh, I like to uh, fulfill my dates and my promises that I give to promoters and or wrestlers. Anyway. Uh, thanks so much to everybody that listened. Thank you for Cannibal Beats for the song. Uh, we're going to be in contact soon for some more beats. I know people are going to like this. Hailing from the Bay Area in California. Also, uh, this weekend, I will be at, uh, hmm, I will be at Bree Combination. Uh, Friday the 13th, uh, you know, with the likes of Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, Pinky Sanchez, Danny Moff, the elite athlete, Mike Orlando, ROH's Will Farrar, and I think Cheeseburger is coming too. Also, I'm going to be with my man Larry Legend. Uh, I've been tracking him down for a while. Uh, we bumped into each other at MCW. Very great guy, very great ring announcing voice. Uh, I wish I can bring him on the show or give me a snippet of ring announcing me to start my show. But, you know, a man can only dream. Anyway, this is Shinblade of Shy Lounge. Thank you very much for listening. Tune in to the next episode. I won't tell you who it is. Be, uh, subscribe to my iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Hit me up on Facebook at Official Shinblade. Twitter at Sensational One. Instagram under Sensational One. I don't have Snapchat. Hit me up on YouTube under Shinblade. So, peace, love, and understanding, and I'm out.